0: Welcome back to the Plus Minus podcast, where we talk about ways to add beauty, health, and more love into your life. Today I'm sitting with Colin, the founder of Can I. Can I is the first CBD shop in the Milwaukee area, but Can I is more than just a CBD shop. When you walk in, it feels like a wellness apothecary, filled with plant life and cosmetics and a professional, passionate, educated team. In this podcast, Colin and I discuss the difference between CBD and THC found in marijuana, the benefits of CBD, along with the future of medicinal plants. Reminds me of a story. Giving our audience a little bit of um, some information about where you come from, what got you into the CBD industry, things yeah. like that.
1: Definitely. So I think, like um, all entrepreneurs in this space, um, it's you know, it's coming from a, a long history with cannabis. Uh, so mine, um, you know, goes back. To to my teenage years, where I've always been a, a cannabis enthusiast. <laughs> yes. I think as I've uh, gotten older, I, I would like to kind of transition into the term connoisseur. Yeah. Because my tastes is certainly refined, but um, I think the vast majority of people that are in this space just come from a love uh, of the plant and just an interest, and, and it's you know definitely done something for them in a positive way in some capacity. Um, So I'm no different in in that uh, regard. Um, In 2015, so my my background is fintech, so financial technology, um, been in that space for the last decade of my life, Um, and was uh, kind of loosely involved with information gathering um, with uh, a, a point of sale for cannabis businesses, so dispensaries mostly. And it was actually something not that my company that i work for even still today is doing but uh, a colleague that i had within the industry and he was starting to get into the space of building apps and, and see the sale tracking and so um had been working with friends of mine out in colorado and in california um that had medicinal and uh, you know, adult use uh, mm-hmm. businesses and so um started to just become more aware of uh, the hemp industry, which at that time was um, not something I think many people outside of you know existing cannabis businesses really knew a ton about, um, and, and started to learn that a lot of my contacts anyway and friends and people in the industry were making a transition into hemp. And so initially uh, I was just very perplexed as to why high margins in medicinal cannabis and adult use and and hemp, I just really didn't understand. So it promoted uh, and motivated me to start researching and just diving more into what that was going to look like. Um, And this is again, 2015, the Farm Bill is 2018. Um, So this was, uh, I think, something that, you know, people um, like myself that wanted to be a part of the industry but we're living in states that were not showing any light at the end of the tunnel in terms of legalization and other forms. Um, you know, we're starting to take an interest in, and so I, I fell into just researching brands and uh, finding you know, products, hemp derivatives that you know were exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, twenty seventeen, uh, I knew that we were. Kind of getting ready to legalize a, a pilot program for hemp cultivation and um, it started off really uncertain there was still hemp's legal to grow but you can't use it for cbd purposes in the state of wisconsin and then it ended up kind of ironing itself out and so we knew at that point it was like okay we need to get involved in the space this is our hometown this is where you know we we've been born and raised uh, when i speak to we my wife and i mm-hmm. um and you know, we have a community of people that we really want to share these products with. And um, so that was the, the inception of, kind of, uh, can
0: yeah. yeah. I remember, okay, so I learned about CBD three-ish years ago, 2017. Sure. Uh, Michael and I had just gotten married. We were in Northern California. Well, first we, we flew into San Francisco <laughs> where my brother lives and yeah. he said, um, when you go into a dispensary, because he knew we were going to the dispensary, sure. check out CBD. And so I did because I've never, I don't want to say I've never liked THC, but yeah. as I get older, sure. I have a different relationship with it. Absolutely. CBD, I really, it really clicked with me. Yeah. Um, I just love how it makes me feel physically. Yeah. I i don't feel the anxiousness that I get with THC. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, you know, fast forward, I guess, a year later when can I was what, 2018? Yeah. I see, can I, and I'm like, do a double take in Milwaukee. I'm like, wait, what, we, we have CBD in Milwaukee? Like for me, it seemed like a very progressive movement to see that at that time. And then I walked in and your staff has these, I mean, I don't even want to call them a staff. They're like educators. They're so informed on the product. Um, and it looks like a beauty apothecary. Like it's just so beautiful when you walk in. I just love what you're doing. But, you know, I kind of want to draw that line in terms of what your your people how they educate the public. Yeah. How would you distinguish the difference between marijuana sure. and CBD? Because they come from the same plant, right? Yeah. They're both yeah.
1: hemp. Uh, both cannabis.
0: Both cannabis, yeah. not both hemp.
1: Right. Okay. So um, as it stands, you know, uh, I guess if we can dissect the, the genetics, you know, to word blue in the face, right? But mm-hmm. after the 2018 Farm Bill, Hemp is any cannabis below zero point three percent THC content, and marijuana would be anything above that, as it stands, for the law. Which I think is probably the most important thing to just be conscious of as a consumer and somebody in this in this space.
0: Do they look different? Like, could you distinguish them if no. you were to see? Okay. No,
1: I mean, some people that have spent time in cultivation uh, could certainly you know tell the difference, um, but. You know, you've been in the greenhouse, <clears throat> untrained eye. You're not going to be able to tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. So, um, as as far as I think, the most important differential uh, between the two is is um, THC content. It's, it's low THC in hemp, uh, high CBD mm-hmm. uh, compounds. But marijuana, the exact opposite. So high THC concentration, low CBD. And so you can you can get CBD from marijuana, but that is illegal uh, Mm -hmm. in in pretty much all states that are not recreational or or, uh, medicinal. So yeah. What does
0: CBD stand for
1: Cannabidiol.
0: Cannabidiol. So it's
1: one of a hundred and let's just say 50 different cannabinoids that have been discovered. Um, Not specific to the plant necessarily, but uh, yeah, just one cannabinoid.
0: And what is a cannabinoid? <laughs> yeah,
1: so it is uh, a chemical within the plant, but also we have endogenous cannabinoids within our body. Uh, so this is kind of an evolving education, you know, and just um, something that because there hasn't been the funding and the legal uh, you know, ability to, 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 to study cannabis because of its schedule one, you know, uh, status, um, this is something we're, we're continuing to learn about, you know, with enamel ever. so It's a super exciting time um, in the industry. So, yeah, just one uh, chemical, um, a cannabinoid is, is a chemical within the plant that, yeah.
0: But also within our bodies. Within our bodies, yeah. So we yeah. have
1: endogenous cannabinoids, uh, two in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have one called anandamide and then one called 2-AG, which is the, the abbreviation of it. But our bodies produce these. And I think, yeah, a good probably segue to understand what CBD does for the body is to understand that endogenous, the endocannabinoid system. So very, very interesting. Um, I think a lot of, uh, again, science behind it more recently. Mm-hmm. So we're discovering new, newer things. I feel like on a weekly basis, monthly basis, there's newer articles coming out. And, um, so yeah, when I mean, you think you know something, just wait because there's there's something just trailing behind it you know yeah. that, that's yet to kind of blow your mind so right. yeah, yeah
0: um i remember you know sort of around the inception of can i yeah. when i was looking even just online to purchase dvd and i think at that time correct me if i'm wrong not all 50 states were legal
1: so yeah. um correct okay. and and are they now no oh um, okay <laughs> yeah so 47 states idaho South Dakota and Nebraska are still, it's considered illegal. Um, now, I guess there's some loopholes in there um, pertaining to like a zero THC product, but there, there are no cannabis. There are no stores like cannabis in these three states mm-hmm. as it stands today. Um,
0: but can you buy them at a co-op or something like that?
1: Um, at the risk of that... You know business owner uh potentially but uh it's 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 pretty illegal in those three states um uh, wow. currently right yeah it's crazy
0: that is crazy yeah um okay so on like a neural or chemical level and i don't know if we're getting too scientific here but how does cbd affect our brains and bodies differently than thc would
1: sure so um what happens when we consume THC mm-hmm. is we have these receptors in our body, mm-hmm. uh, primarily CB1 and CB2 receptors. So CB1 is more, um, you know, neural; it's, it's um, um, central nervous system. CB2 is like spleen, tonsils, immune help. Um, so these, I think, again, three components to the endocannabinoid system that kind of controls what we get out of this. You've got Receptors, enzymes, and endogenous cannabinoids. So our bodies create these two endogenous cannabinoids, right? And um, what CBD does is it binds to these receptors in kind of an indirect way that make them more susceptible to these endogenous cannabinoids. So I think one of the most common misconceptions is that CBD binds to the receptor in the same way that THC does which is what produces a psychoactive kind of intoxicating feeling doesn't it binds to the receptor in a way that kind of opens it up for more of our endogenous cannabinoids which control mood temperature hunger appetite um, Mm -hmm. body temperature which i already said uh, a number of uh, you know central nervous kind of things Um, so it is um, again something that's continuing to be studied, mm-hmm. but that's that's essentially what CBD does. It just promotes the uh, kind of receiving of these receptor kind of messages.
0: So THC interacts, or maybe doesn't interact with those. It does. It does. Yeah, it binds directly to them, okay. and then
1: CBD. The use of uh, a phytocannabinoid Mm -hmm. uh, is going to promote just a a better kind of signaling between these receptors. Uh, It also affects the enzymes that are are there to kind of break down some of our endogenous cannabinoids naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, It helps to keep those um, uh, enzymes functioning and promote new... uh, endogenous can of noise to be produced so it is again a very indirect kind of um uh uh, you know chemistry within the body Mm -hmm. um but it's it's you know shown to have a lot of really you know great anecdotal Mm -hmm. you know effects and so and that
0: was my next question is of all of your clients that walk into can i yeah. or just your friends or whoever you're working with sure what is would you say like the top three reasons people are using cbd sure
1: this is easy uh mm-hmm. anxiety is number one okay um it would be pain management uh number two and uh, sleeplessness which anxiety and sleeplessness kind of go hand in hand mm-hmm. but um yeah those three i mean you said it
0: was anxiety yeah
1: pain, then- pain and- management and then sleeplessness mm-hmm. okay so you're either not able to go to sleep, you're waking up throughout the night. CBD does a really good job um, in just promoting a better, you know, run uh, sleep. So, yeah. That's... Yeah, I
0: take my dropper. I'll do, last night I did a double whammy did with you? the dropper. And <laughs> and with the CBD bath bomb. Sure. Can you overdose on CBD? I guess I should yeah. have asked that uh, before so, I did it. No. Uh,
1: with, with cannabis, there's never been a reported mm-hmm. Chemical overdose uh, of of cannabis, whether it's marijuana or or you know other cannabinoids. Um, so the worst outcome uh, in taking too much CBD is just a lethargic mm-hmm. kind of feeling. You would just be a little bit more tired, less energetic. Depends on on the formulation, I suppose. But some people might. Um, uh, Interestingly enough, have a, a different reaction. Uh, like so, we have some full spectrum stuff that um, if you were to think- and you have to describe oh, yeah. that full spectrum Sorry.
0: as versus broad spectrum. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, there's three
1: categories <laughs> in, in hemp derivatives. Yeah. Uh, so you have full spectrum, which would be all of the cannabinoids right in the plant. So including THC. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> um, CBD, C, uh, CBN, CBG. THCA, delta-8s, 9s, THCb, mm-hmm. so a number of them, they don't strip anything out. That's a full spectrum.
0: And that is the most effective form, correct?
1: I, I would believe so. And, yeah. and um, you know, this is all anecdotal again. Um, I feel like it is a noticeable difference in terms of onset and, and lasting effect. Mm. Um, and, and really, like, just the the result that, that I feel, and I think most people would, would, you know, second that. It's, um, a full spectrum product because of the use of all of these different cannabinoids and um, kind of like a, a synergy of that formula. There's um, mm-hmm. something called the entourage effect, which is is as true as you know we can validate at this point. Um, the idea behind that is if you start removing compounds out of this plant, then you're going to um, have less of an effect. That makes know? sense. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So full spectrum is the whole. the the whole bunch of them, the whole salad, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Broad spectrum is um, everything but THC. So through the process of chromatography and extraction process, they are able to take out just those THC cannabinoids, leaving in CBG, CBN, um, CBD, of course. And then usually what those brands will do, not all of them, but they'll put in other ingredients to just help promote like a targeted sleep. You know, mm-hmm. assisting um, uh, result. Then there's isolate, which is just CBD. So you can isolate just that one cannabinoid, that one compound, crystallize it, mm. and that is what most of our bath bombs, uh, are uh, gummies, um, any sort of uh, I, I would say like cosmetic uh, product is going to be made out of is an isolate because it's the most Um, just conducive to, you know, those kind of recipes. You don't Mm -hmm. have to worry about, you know, crude oil and its consistency and its, Mm -hmm. you know, very um, not viscous kind of stat. you know, it's it's not easy to work with. So Mm -hmm. if you can put it into a powder form or a crystallized form, it's just, that's the origin of those recipes and many of those products. Okay. Yeah.
0: Sorry. And I I know that we were kind of getting off topic there, but we are saying that... um, the, the average client that you work with, they come in for those three different, mm-hmm. would you bring them into a certain category per their specific
1: um, need? Yeah. So the, the order of, of just kind of uh, you know questioning of any customer that comes in is, you know, what brings you in, first of all? Mm-hmm. And second of all, um, is drug testing a part of your livelihood? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just because um, full spectrum products will most certainly register on a drug scan
0: okay.
1: THC in any amount it's fat soluble so it, it binds to the fat lipids of the body and we hang on to those for anywhere from a month to you know two months depending mm-hmm. on your, your body type um, so uh, we would never want to put anybody's livelihood in, in any sort of position where they were you know, at risk for losing a job, or not getting a job, or getting kicked out of a, a you know, recovery program. Mm-hmm. Um, so the answer to that question will usually dictate where we, we direct them at that point. So mm-hmm. full spectrum, broad spectrum. If they can do full spectrum and they're open to that, then it's uh, without a doubt that's where we're going to go uh, in our recommendation. But you know, we've got a lot of healthcare workers, a lot of law enforcement. That I mean, we're we're privileged to have those people put their trust in you know our brand. um, So we want to make sure we're doing right by them for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Do you get a lot of people who are skeptical? Yeah. You know, maybe like the placebo effect argument. Sure. Or even those that are like. from a, from a perspective of like, is this legal perspective, yeah, you know?
1: Definitely. Yeah. Um, and, and so we encourage, you know, before you come into our doors, like the first step in, in diving into this arena is, you know, a little bit of self-research, right? Mm-hmm. Like get yourself comfortable to, you know, uh, at least walk in the door and, and whatever that takes, you know, whether it's the legal aspect of it or, um, you know, whether it's, it's more placebic. To that point, I feel like it's very interesting because, you know, in, in some cases, I think uh, most people's initial reaction is placebo. Mm. And in that case, that continues for somebody It's working in any capacity, right, to help their anxiety or to alleviate that pain. It's kind of like, all right, well, what's wrong with that? You know, and, mm-hmm. and I, I do feel like there's, you know, most certainly the science to back up the, the chemical reactions in which, you know, hemp kind of derivatives and just cannabinoids in general half of the body yeah but i feel like um some people will come in and, and you know they'll take a sample which we're very you know you're uh, generous with their uh, samples. about yeah. uh <laughs> in, in store yeah and um you know they'll walk out saying oh my gosh i feel you know so much different and and you, you know we kind of internally chuckle at that and and you know it's usually not meant to take that instant kind of effect but yeah if it's working for somebody or if it's making them feel you know different and better. Um, then, you know, who are we to? to I mean, play you can
0: ballpark park it even with like. I don't want to ballpark it with acupuncture because sure. I feel like there's more science to yes. support CBD. Yeah. But there are people who are like, you know, if it's working for you, right. then what, who? Why does it matter? Exactly. Why it's working for you? Right.
1: And, and so I think that uh, and the legal kind of you know thing, um, you know, we I I'd like to think are, are pretty confident in our delivery. Um, We've been there for two years and if we were doing anything outside of the legalities within the city and the state, you know, we wouldn't still be here. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you
0: educate your staff? Like do you guys go to different educations or? When those were, yeah, Yeah. so
1: I, there was uh, last year kind of like a routine, like every two month continuing education thing that we were a part of, a network of um, growers that we're between the Midwest and Colorado, California. That we try to just partake in these roundtables, these webinars. Um, but it's it's something that I insist that we each bring uh, to a monthly meeting. Two new articles. Um, you know, everybody that, that works for us has is responsible for finding that information on their own and then kind of enlightening the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think it's just a lot of really consistent information sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, and when there were the opportunities to gather in person, yeah, you know, there were uh, you know, round tables that most frequently were held in Illinois, mm-hmm. um, because they were getting ready to go full adult use, and so we were trying to be present in, in as much of that stuff as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, in does fall very heavily on myself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to make sure that I'm, I'm not putting any of my staff and myself and my family in, in a, a you know bad position sure. and so that's what we set out i think to, to just um accomplish is being an example for compliance quality and like just consistency mm-hmm. you know in this, in this market so yeah
0: how many first timers enter your store and how many return guests enter your store
1: yeah so i think um we have uh, a, a really good retention rate. You know, I'm pretty proud of mm. our know, repeat customers. Um, I would say, at this point, um, in the climate and you know, the world we're living in yeah. <laughs> right now, where people's you know incomes have been uh, uh, changed, yeah. and um, I, I'd say we're probably sixty percent re- repeat customers. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe even slightly higher, maybe maybe even seventy percent. That's customers. great. That's yeah. really great. Uh, and and because we're we're just geographically located in a neighborhood that you know is trendier, we're we're right next to you know a Mexican restaurant that mm-hmm. is just constantly, even despite COVID, uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> turning people in and out. Um, I we get a, a decent amount of people there. Like, oh, what is this place? And so, um, but the vast majority are, are people that have just you know establish the trust with the brand and their experience with us so yeah
0: thanks okay one question I got from a follower where do you suggest a first-timer to start like what product how potent sure. what do you look for when you're choosing a product
1: yeah so um, sublinguals are certainly our flagship so sublingual oils under the tongue mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> you know that method of consumption is, is in my opinion the safest most healthy way to consume it, uh, and it's the most bioavailable next to smoking it, which not everybody is mm-hmm. is okay with. Um, so I always, and we always suggest uh, sublingual, you know, method of application. So, you know, you get into a routine, a regimen of every day, every morning, every night, whatever it is. Um, you take you know half a dose or whatever your dose ends up being, um, and, and that be you know our Primary method of consumption. Um, you know, we like to make it pretty easy for people, so we've got a pretty robust edible selection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, beverages as well, which is a discreet way to you know consume throughout the day, but it's just less bioavailable. You're not going to get as much of that
0: with like the milligrams, mm-hmm. though. That you can range so much with milligram usage yeah. or potency. If it's a first timer, would you say it's almost like alcohol? Like, where you consider their body weight and things yeah. like that? You would okay. absolutely. Okay. Yeah.
1: So if I, you know, have somebody that's my build um, in the store and they're looking to, you know, help with a lower like disc issue, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna probably say, hey, like, you probably want to be around, you know, 25 milligrams to 50 milligrams. I personally am probably around 70. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I've. I've kind of work my way up to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's a really weird concept though with, with hemp derivatives. There's there's a tolerance and then there's like a reverse tolerance. Mm-hmm. So you can you can kind of start to feel less after a, a while of taking um you know a product consistently. Um, but it also has a lot to do with like your diet. Has your diet changed? Has your workout regimen changed or your activity Um, So there's a lot of factors to consider there. Usually if somebody's like, hey, look, I started taking 50 milligrams and now I'm taking 100. You know, what is this normal? I would say, you know, give your body a chance to reset, maybe stop for a couple days. And then um, depends on what they're looking to help with. If it's anxiety, less is typically more. So that reverse kind of uh, uh, tolerance could be, we just need to reset the body with a, a smaller dose. And usually that is what I think is, more uh, effective in mm. mood stabilization, If it's pain management. front-loading loading it is usually the, the better way to, to do that. Um, so I, I we always suggest slow and low. Mm-hmm. You know, um, let your body get used to it. We, we want people to leave the store with the expectation that look, you're not going to do uh, a, a drop of this, and it's not going to change your life. You know, it's mm-hmm. like this is a cumulative. You want to give it some some time, um, and I've got you know family members and repeat customers that are a perfect testament to that. Where you know at first they were like ah this doesn't work you know and ah, I tried it and it didn't work for me. And then my grandfather, for example, he's seventy gosh no uh, eighty two, um, and he is a retired uh, police chief, West Milwaukee. One of the last people you would ever assume to to be you know a cannabis advocate in this, mm-hmm. in this, even in, in you know, this capacity, but he um he started taking it because my, my grandma was taking it and she has uh hip issues and just inflammation, IBS actually, as well. And and um, so she started taking it for a number of different kind of ailments mm-hmm. and um. She was noticing a, a pretty significant improvement to just quality of life. She felt different. Yeah. So that rubbed off of my, my grandpa a couple failed attempts where so he's like, Yeah, try it for a day or two and then <laughs> yeah. do anything. And yeah. then now he's uh, a, a four bottle, you know, every like six weeks kind of okay. guy. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting just to see those those uh, kind of situations and testimonies play out where you're like
0: I told you
1: you know yeah, yeah. you can't i mean they have to kind of experience that for themselves that's so,
0: again it's like the, the mind getting in the way of yeah. the, the magic of the product
1: absolutely and it does i think
0: i'm really glad that you mentioned ibs a mm-hmm. moment ago with your grandmother was it yeah okay um a follower also asked that she's heard that CBD is helpful for ibs is there any truth to that
1: so again, not a medical professional, um, nor uh, in in a position to give any solid medical advice, uh, but anecdotally, um, I've read numerous testimonies and come across a, a few articles, a couple customers that were coming to the store saying they use it for that purpose. Um, so, kind of a a, a tricky um, follow up to that. So. Uh, Depends on your method of application, I suppose. Okay. Uh, sublingual oils mm-hmm. are, uh, it's an oil, so depending on how sensitive your stomach is, it mm-hmm. can act as a lubricant,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: potentially increasing, you know, any, any irritable bowel kind of issues. But um, I've, I've come across a number of people that have said, in you know, a dose that works for them, it seems to reduce their, their issues uh, with IBS derivatives are a natural anti-inflammatory. IBS is typically inflammation in the bowel, in um, a number of parts, moving parts out yeah. it, right? So if it's acting as an anti-inflammatory, uh, I think it's got a, a pretty decent shot to, you know, the right amount for that person to uh, help. Um, mm-hmm. But again, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it seems to, have worked for you know my grandmother uh, and that's really all we can ever provide is like hey this i've read this and a double yeah yeah we've got somebody close to us that has seen success with this and so uh, give it a try and if it doesn't work yeah you know
0: i assume your answer will be similar for this question but um, another follower asked can you use cbd while you're trying to conceive or if you're pregnant
1: sure um, so, another, yeah, um, pretty similar answer um, where, you know, not a medical professional uh, would always suggest consulting with a physician. Um, so, my wife um, in our last two um, used towards the end of the pregnancy for disinformation, mm-hmm. and then while she was nursing both of them, mm-hmm. um, she tapered beyond a, a behind, between a, a full spectrum and a, a zero THC mm-hmm. you know, uh, broad spectrum product at times. Um, and you know, our kids are healthy, mm-hmm. she was healthy throughout that entire thing. So I think it's up to the user at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly recommended for them to consult a physician and to get some feedback. Most doctors are going to lean towards science and mm-hmm. say, you know, THC and cannabinoids in general have a tendency to affect, you know, development. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, you know, proceed with caution, I, I would assume this is the most common response there. But, you know, you've got midwives and doulas that would advocate for it, you know, very loud and, mm-hmm. and say, some of that we've met, um, you know, your body's doing a lot of crazy stuff while you're yes. pregnant and while you're nursing. And so, yeah um you know if this is a way to kind of uh, help with that and, and you feel better with a zero thc product then you know i guess it's, it's user discretion mm-hmm. um so not enough science to really support a, a definitive answer on that one but sure. um something that we'll leave our customers with is it's like you know, check with your doctor do some research on, on what you think is right for you what you're using it for mm-hmm. and um you know I, I think we've got some products either which way they decide to go um, so yeah okay yeah actually I have a better one. <laughs>
0: what about uh, allergic reactions? I, I know I have a girlfriend that was she would sneeze every single time she would use THC mm-hmm. so I'm wondering if the same goes for CBD
1: uh, It's possible but mm-hmm. I think it's more um, an instance of an uh, allergic reaction to the, the carrier uh-huh. so if it's coconut oil Right, uh, which is the most common carrier in, in all tinctures that cool. are you know out there, um, which is why we just started carrying a, a new avocado oil uh, tincture. Nice. Um, we've got a couple other olive oil, uh, which tastes like a caprese salad. Not everybody's ready to. I eat
0: have it a Caprici basil salad. tincture yeah. oil. I, I bought it actually. I think it was the Eco Life, maybe. Oh
1: yeah. Well, so uh, no, the uh, Pachamama.
0: Oh yeah, it was basil. Yeah, yeah. my yeah. husband thought it was. It wasn't his favorite. No, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I liked it.
1: If you're not a huge basil fan, yeah, it's gonna definitely not work with Tasted the palate. Tasted like
0: Italy. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so I, I think that uh, there are people for for sure that you know have reported um, allergic reactions to you know um, I, I think other other cannabis. I think more. In, in marijuana it's probably going to be a terpene thing that somebody might be allergic to um, but again not uh, uh, equipped with the the science behind um, that question to, to answer i feel like if you're sneezing every time you consume a product probably not good to continue using it She
0: still she still consumed yeah. that, so it didn't bother me too usually, much i guess it,
1: you gotta weigh it out <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah see what's more important
0: Okay, how about appetite? We know that THC affects appetite. Um, does CBD have any of the sort of side effects that you would get with THC? So, we're talking dry mouth, appetite, drowsiness. I, I feel like drowsiness we've kind of touched on, mm-hmm. um, lightheadedness, intoxication, things like that.
1: Uh, yes and no. So, some um, uh, full spectrum products that are rich in like a CBN um, could have some dry mouth. Effects. Mm. Um and, and also some You know what? My sister
0: and I exercised after we took cbd Yeah. And she was like, I had the worst dry mouth. No, yeah. sorry, that just rang yeah, out yeah. in my mind. So that's that's a legitimate thing. Okay. Sure. okay. Um
1: and, and what product was it? Was it a- it was
0: a tincture oil. Okay. It might have been eco life. It was something that can I carry. Because yeah. we went from can I to yeah. a peer bar class and that's oh, yeah. what happened. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so it's very possible if, if there's you know, it is a full spectrum product, and there's more like CBN has been known to promote dry okay. mouth. Um, appetite uh, would be more, yeah, like a CBG CBN kind of um, side effect. So yes, would I ever say that you know by taking a full spectrum tincture you're gonna have the munchies? Probably not. Um, it's 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 kind of unique to the individual, um, and yeah i i wouldn't say that it it is known for that okay um but it it can in in some in some cases my wife is a perfect example of like our 1200 and 2000 formulations um she'll take them and then like two hours later report like being stone Uh, and yeah so so she'll feel stone she it's not like a complete stone but it's like a it's a like just a different kind of feeling not off but she's like I, she's she's taken it for um, like a, a you know inflammation you know issue uh, you know pain in shoulder back or whatever and then gone to like a meeting and then and, and told me she was like yeah I'm sitting in this meeting you know it's like three hours after I take this dose and I'm just like yeah I feel just different and so mm-hmm. we stopped um, uh, really kind of referring to hemp derivatives as non psychoactive. Um, and and more non-intoxicating I think that's a safer way to to kind of classify it Mm -hmm. because for some people you might feel just slightly different Um, and and I don't know if it's high and and when you ask people this question like oh this is how you felt can you describe it a little bit more they are like yeah it's not high but it's like it's it's sort of like that, you it's know,
0: like walking on clouds, kind of. Sort of, like, yeah. I I think I kind of know where your wife's coming from, yeah. Like,
1: like a body buzz, uh, you know, I, I feel just like, like
0: almost um, like you just got out of like a, a hot tub or something. Sure. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like yeah. you feel like your muscles are just something because it is a physical thing, yeah. Like yeah. you feel like this lightness or something, right? But I agree, it's not like a psychoactive. No, you're
1: cognitively there. You don't yeah. feel foggy or anything, but. Um, you know, these, these formulations can certainly adjust the way that, you know, our bodies are feeling. So, again, I, I stopped referring to it as non-psychoactive. Yeah. I think it's just safer for us to just, you know, categorize it as non-intoxicating. But what's interesting is that we've got, like, this... There's, there's new cannabinoids kind of being introduced into the market, yeah. I feel like, every, every, you know, week or couple months. And so, like, a big thing now is delta H. And so we've got uh, delta eight. Is yeah. That? Okay. Yeah. So um, the THC has several variations. You've got mm-hmm. delta nine, uh, thc A, which is the acidic compound of THC. That once you burn it or, or carboxylate it, um, it transforms into THC delta nines. Okay. So yeah, there's. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's. Um, this is off topic, but, but so the state of Wisconsin is actually the only state in the country where CBD and hemp is legal, that they test for the combination of THC delta nines and THC A, which ends up becoming delta nine, right? Once it's, it's burned. Um, so it makes sense, but we're the only one in, this, in the country that has to abide by this rule of testing. And it makes the sale of anything dry flour uh almost impossible
0: well you have flour at we your do. shop.
1: yeah we do so the, the 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 rule is that um you know the state comes in and provides a fit for commerce mm-hmm. and they test those those products uh, for you know, they, the the potency levels right mm-hmm. so when the state comes in and tests that product mm-hmm. that is their fit for commerce authorization they're saying yep this is good to be sold in whatever form you want to do with it, extract it, smoke it, whatever. Mm -hmm. that plant, after it's cut down, Mm -hmm. still has some life in it, right? And so it continues to grow a little bit and and, uh, not necessarily physically grow, but there's chemical changes in the plant after Mm -hmm. that takes place. So if you were to ever have a uh, sample tested, um, quite often, most often, uh, you would see that the combination of the two, you know, THC compounds would, would be over. Mm-hmm. Not every time, but so we, we take a lot of extra precaution in determining like who we're buying crafts, smokable flour from, and making sure that not only we have a fit for commerce that is legitimate, but that we can kind of back up some testing on a potency level. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a weird calculation. THCA, Delta Nines, um, times 0.877 in, to arrive at this below 0.3 calculation. So you can look at the combination of these two numbers and decimal points and be like, oh yeah, 3 plus 1 is 4, and so that doesn't make sense. And then it's actually coming down to a calculation of um, the, the THCA times this 0.877 number. So anyway, I digress. The the, um, the Smokable flour, um, I think, is kind of something that we've tried to be very careful of. Um, and, and for a while, weren't really selling a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So now the new trend is um, THC, uh, Delta-8 um, uh, uh, edibles and, mm-hmm. and flour that's cultivated to have higher uh, Delta-8s inside of it. Delta-8s are not illegal. Anywhere in mm-hmm. any state, but they do produce very similar Delta Nine high. Oh, so we're starting to see a lot of farmers, manufacturers start to go into this this little loophole.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like a loophole. Yeah, and,
1: and say, oh hey, you know, uh, we've got these things. and and so there's people that come and ask for it, and so I'm like, oh man, it's they like specifically a moral
0: ask for Delta Eight. There's
1: people more and more cannabis enthusiasts are aware of this. Yeah, because I wouldn't
0: know what the hell that meant, yeah.
1: So so they're becoming aware, and I've smoked, um, you know, uh, Delta-8, like, you know, and smoked strains that were reportedly per dispensaries out west, Mm -hmm. um, you know, dominant in Delta-8s, Yeah. and um, I don't really necessarily notice the difference. But if you were to smoke smokable hemp next to a Delta-8 kind of dominant Mm -hmm. something, um, I'm sure you will definitely oh. notice. I mean, okay. It would be high interesting. versus kind of if it's just smokable and flour below zero point three yeah you know delta nines, I think it's it's quite often um, going to be, you know, just like a couple of glasses of wine or a beer without mm-hmm. that you know, alcohol right. you know, kind of effect. But yeah, very interesting and there's more, you know, development on different cannabinoids that people are are exploring and using um, that is intriguing to us, but we want to make sure proceeding, you know, with, with the best caution. interest yeah, yeah. Um, for our customers. We don't, yeah. Can
0: you sort of play with CBD? Like when you go into a, um, a dispensary mm-hmm. where um, it can be used recreational, rec- recreationally, marijuana, mm-hmm. You, it's like there's a menu, there's a plethora of different, do you want to feel this way yeah. or do you want to feel this way? Because if you want to feel this way, you'll go with the sativa versus sure. an indica or whatever. Does the same sort of thing apply to CBD? Like if you want to be sleepy, if you want to, if if you're trying to target back pain, anxiety, et cetera. It
1: does, but it's not just CBD that's included in that um, kind of uh, analysis of what you're going to feel. It's the terpene profile. Okay, terpene? Terpene. Mm -hmm. Terpene, Yeah, so terpenes are, in your example of a dispensary, you know, what you're going to ask for. Um the the majority of that experience is dictated by the terpene profile in that plant. Got it. So it's not
0: the not the THC. It's the terpene. Yeah. I mean you
1: let me just also (laughs) add that I mean you could have a strain that's ten or fifteen percent THC to one that is thirty five percent THC and notice a, a considerable change to your your you know, reaction to that. That
0: chemical reaction. Yeah, based sure. on this, um, THC, THC levels. Yeah.
1: But when you start getting into, okay, I want to be like relaxed, but not, I don't want to be sleepy, mm-hmm. you know, or I want to like have something that I, I get an alert kind of creative, you know, yeah. uh, you know, feeling from then the, the terpene profile in the plant is, is really what uh, controls that. And so terpenes are, I think like the next wave, mm. if not, you know, certainly already um, very uh, people are very aware. If you're if you're a cannabis enthusiast, um, people are are pretty often, um, you know, they've heard it. They know it like a base knowledge. But terpenes are the aromatic compound to cannabis in this case. But it could be, you know, fruits, vegetables, roses, uh, um, lilies, terpene. pine needles. Okay, this is my new word. Yeah, terpenes. Yeah. So this controls. I want to say. And, and I'm sure people would argue with me about this, but I want to say it's going it's, it to control probably 40% of what you experience in any cannabis that you get, including CBD. So, what we do in, in our like 600 milligram full spectrum line is three different formulations same amount of, of CBD, mm-hmm. um, same amount of, of hemp extract, but different terpenes mm-hmm. for each one. So, mm-hmm. um, anti inflammatory in the body formula um anti anxolytic uh mm-hmm. result in the coast formula and then drift is more of a sleep promoting mm-hmm. um uh terpene recipe and so that's what we do we, we just vary those terpenes and um yeah certain terpenes are great at targeting certain things so that's the difference and, and every every strain um or chemovar if you want to sound like <laughs> like a, a, a snob about it mm-hmm. um uh, every chemical variance, uh, of marijuana would have a different terp profile. So
0: okay. yeah. Cool. Definitely wrote down that word. So yes. thank you. And you'll,
1: you'll be in a rabbit hole. I mean like terpenes, there's like 65, 70 of them, uh, like known and, and you'll be like, holy shit, terpenes are in that and, and or that is like what you know derives that terpene so i, I look forward to your
0: follow-up yeah, yeah very excited um okay how does cbd work in your life personally
1: yeah so i um answer this question uh, several times a day and i'm yeah. happy to um so for me it's not anxiety that i really struggle with it's oh, not uh sleeplessness either and you know three kids if i can <laughs> sleep I, I sleep um <laughs> Uh, but it's it's back pain mostly um, and just you know as I get a little older I'm 36 yeah 36 um, you know just it's it's harder to recover from certain you know injuries and, and you know workout and stuff like that uh, you know you, you twist something or, or you know move something the wrong way and it's, it's going to last a little bit longer than it did five years ago isn't and, that weird yeah, i just
0: turned 30 and i was like 30 is so much different than like. 20. yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yeah so it seems like five year increments yeah uh, right? your body changes pretty significantly like, but um for me uh, i've dealt with an l1 s5 herniated disc for the last i don't know um five six years uh maybe even a little bit more um i remember specifically that uh the the like big Injury that that really kind of made this uh, pain in my life. As uh, I was carrying my, which will now be seven years old on on Friday, uh, son down our stairs. We have all wood floors in our house, and this was my house was clean by the way. But I was <laughs> um, I was walking down in socks, and I slipped on like the last stair, mm. and I I held him up obviously. Uh, and I landed on the the corner of the stair on my back, and oh, I, damn. I've never felt anything like this in my life. But it felt like somebody was holding a blowtorch to ah. the bottom part of my leg, and I, my wife, I remember, like a cramp. Over. It was like a, a nerve thing. Dang, yeah. Okay. So like, I hit it. I, I felt you know like two hundred pounds of, of weight on it, and it felt like somebody was literally burning my skin. And I've never experienced that, enough, but uh, I had dealt with some back pain prior to that and that injury um just really uh made it a lot worse um so i would deal with like every you know couple months where i'd be doing just the stupidest uh you know motion like uh, i'm gonna reach for this and then you know i throw my back for dates and then i i have to like when i get up i have to like straighten myself out over the course of 10 steps, you know, and, and I was, gosh, you know, late twenties, early thirties at that point, I was like, well, that's not how, you know, it's supposed to be. I've done back injections, going to the chiropractor every two weeks just gets obnoxious, you know, and, and expensive. So using these products, um, for me has, has found, uh, I haven't been back to the chiropractor in probably three years. Wow. Um, I, I do another, a number of other routine, you know, things from yoga, to, you know, got an inversion table, yeah, just a little bit more core kind of, uh, focus, uh, with workouts, but daily usage of this in a, in a you know, pretty small dose. When I throw my back out, which still happens, um, I'll obviously take. You know more of it and i noticed that my recovery time is is cut in half if not more that's amazing yeah so um that is is probably my biggest testimony um you know I, there's certainly days where I'm, I'm like stressed out and i can take some and, and like, feel a little bit more okay mm-hmm. let's deal with this you know like mm-hmm. um so it, it helps there also which um you know i don't it doesn't apply to everybody's mm-hmm. life but you can if you're a cannabis user uh in, in other forms mm-hmm. you you can kind of balance out mm-hmm. the feeling with with cbd so i have you know very openly have uh accidentally taken too many edibles or mm-hmm. just a higher dose of one that i thought you know uh mistaken kind of dosages and you're like oh shit you realize that you're not enough Enjoyable. Those place. are dangerous. You yeah. don't know what you're getting into no. when
0: you take apple.
1: So, like clockwork, I mean, I can yeah. take you know 25, 30 milligrams of, of CBD in a sublingual, um, and and within about 15, 20 minutes, just like, oh, okay, all right. So it can like reverse the yeah. effects
0: of too much THC.
1: Yeah, because um, again, it doesn't bind to the receptor the same way. Yeah. It, it kind of um, just indirectly affects the same receptors, but it it mm-hmm. just. Chemically kind of balances it out. Mm -hmm. And and so I jokingly refer to that. My Um, brother
0: in San Francisco. That's what I mean I don't want to say he reverses the effects of THC, but he mixes the. uh, Let's say it's like 30% THC, 70% CBD. Yeah, Yeah. so I I, maybe that's you know better suited for people who want to just Have less of the negative effects of THC if it affects them negatively if
1: you can find I think some of the best products are like a two-to-one or four-to-one, or five-to-one mm-hmm. ratios, you know, THC to CBD. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, I mean, we, we can't sell anything that strong here. But if mm-hmm. you're going in, into a dispensary mm-hmm. and, and you're, as a consumer, going in with already a little bit of awareness of your own body and, and mm-hmm. like, oh, I really want to take part in this, but I don't want to feel yeah that, that just like coming, you know like yeah totally. <laughs> paranoid like really uncomfortable feeling mm-hmm. if you can find a a, a 2 to 1 or again a 3 or 4 to 1 kind of product those are the best experiences that mm-hmm. i ever have uh, with any anything edible for sure um so i would encourage just a little research on those ratios for anybody that's like yeah i really want it take part in cannabis but i i just i know i don't feel good yeah when i do it so yeah that's me yeah yeah
0: and it hasn't always been that way for me but no and me it changes now. bodies yeah.
1: change yeah yeah
0: okay to wrap this up um where do you see the future of cbd generally and how that plays into the future of uh, can i as well
1: so um This is a a great question and very fresh on the heels of uh, (laughs) uh, some, some recent kind of FDA um, uh, uh, changes and initiatives, which is, is both kind of exciting, um, but also kind of worrisome. So the FDA, this has been a, a very wild west market, right? There is no regulation saying that you have to put this on your bottle which is, is not beneficial to consumers. Um, and, and I would rather have there be you know, some standard regulation that we have to follow in order to weed out a lot of the companies that exist in the space that are not doing things the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the latest uh, kind of draft or, or round of FTA uh, legalization and, and not legalization, but um, approval for CBD products. And this mostly pertains to Um, how they're classified so right now they're in a weird gray space between a supplement uh, and then a a, a dietary uh, supplement and food all right so the fda stance on this is that okay um, we have one drug that is epidiolex that is an fda approved drug for the treatment of uh, epilepsy right and it's cbd derived okay Mm -hmm. so they've through a, a very corrupt kind of you know whole giant big pharma thing, they've said okay, we recognize the benefits of CBD from a medicinal standpoint, and so this one company we're we're FDA approving. Uh, the, the problem is that there are hundreds if you not know, thousands of of edible and like food based you know CBD products out there, mm-hmm. which all of these manufacturers are operating really uh illegitimately at this point regardless of how big they are um, so this next round is is being sent to you know washington to clarify what can be considered dietary supplement what can be put into food is it dosage regulated and so while this hasn't really been um uh, decided upon I anticipate there's going to be a, a pretty big shift in the global market of CBD or, or at least the national market of CBD uh, as a result of this next kind of iteration of the FDA approval. Um, I would love for them to consider it a, a dietary supplement because then we have a little bit more direction. We know what we, we can do and it's not every single brand out there that just wants to frivolously dose You know their, their products um, will be able to do that um so i guess from a national perspective and and just uh, forecast i think that cbd in the next year is is probably going to change um maybe not to the everyday consumer but if you're in the industry there's going to be added regulation and and some stuff that we have to tiptoe around um and figure out um as far as you know cbd and, and um uh you know legalization of other uh, cannabis, I feel like there is always going to be a market for the people that don't want to be high at all, right? Mm-hmm. And so, while you might see Wisconsin in the next you know three to five years go medicinal and then probably adult use, you know, after that, mm-hmm. um,
0: do you think that possibly if you go federal before? the state i the certainly call.
1: hope not um okay. yeah I, w- I would really um I, I think anybody in this industry not anybody but I, I think most of us want to see it state regulated because okay. you're talking about you know federalization nationalization globalization right and, and mm-hmm. you know pepsi cola and and like you know Constellation group, uh, I see. you know, producing your cannabis. Products. I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I be, didn't even
0: think about that. Would not be the best. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, uh, state controlled is 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 really, I think, the 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 goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's always going to be a market for people that just that have found balance in this, mm-hmm. and I, I have not found that in other forms of, of cannabis. So I I do see Wisconsin as we kind of, you know, close in on. Um, Uh, like uh, forms of legalization here being a little bit slower than certainly our neighboring states, which we are keeping, you know, the the tail end of. Um, but once that, uh, happens, I feel like, you know, we're probably two, three years out of that. There's going to be some, some, uh, deciding and, and finalization of what CBD regulation looks like at that point. So, I think there's going to be more access to CBD products in probably a less quality, um, and the businesses like ours, which kind of specialize in a craft, you know, small batch uh, kind of approach to this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's yet to be determined and how it'll shake out here. Yeah. You know, we we got into this to to evolve into other forms of legal cannabis and, yeah. and build a brand that people trusted and. Um so I feel like um as it relates to our business, you know, Can I will always have you know a, a, a CBD uh, hemp derived you know focus. Um and I I I don't know. I, I don't know how the legalization um uh, on a on a state level when that does happen will will affect what we do, I'm mm-hmm. sure it will dilute it quite a bit, but I think the goal for us would be to transition to another form of legalization, and then still have this this foundation that that you know we built for people that just don't want to be high, be high, yeah. yeah. So it's a long-winded response, but and there's a lot of moving parts, especially you know since we last uh, talked, um, just that going to Washington and, and kind of being decided on. since and, just a matter of days mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah, it's big and. You know, there's people that are, are you know, involved and, and have businesses with million-dollar revenue streams mm. that are edible-based businesses around the CBD market. And, dang. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. So, um, more regulation is not a bad thing. I think, again, there's a lot of people that deserve to be removed from this industry. There's a lot of uh, charlatans mm. and just bad players. Um, so I think we could use some uh, restriction. I, in fact, we've always been a proponent to where, like if, if we had to pay almost like a liquor license, you know, to be able to sell these products, you know, in the state of Wisconsin, I would be all for that. I would love to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, build the barrier entry, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's just anybody can open up a store, anybody can put these products on their shelves. And that's really a huge disadvantage to consumers because mm-hmm. their first experience might be, oh yeah, look at I'm in line at the grocery store and I see this tincture. They try it,
0: or a CBD beer, or a CBD kombucha, right. or whatever yeah, exactly. it is. Yeah.
1: And oh, I, I didn't, you know, get anything from this. This is yeah. all, you yeah. know, it's it's illegitimate. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I for one am, am like, yeah.
0: Whoops. Sorry, guys. The end of this episode was cut off due to technological issues, but this was the end of the episode, so we got all the good content. Please give Can I a follow on Instagram. They are located on 5th Street in Milwaukee. Again, one of the sweetest CBD shops I'll probably ever know. Colin is the coolest um, along with his staff. So thank you very much again, Colin, and I hope you all have a great day.